Good morning, God's wonderful people. Here's a beautiful day, another day to give God thanks, but another day to connect with God. David declares, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Here David declares his desire and his passion to be connected with God. He says, My soul thirsted for thee. Just as our, our bodies thirst for water, David says his soul thirsts for God. This desire that he has to be one with God, to be connected with God, is one that we need to cultivate. We need to cultivate this desire, this passion to be one with God. Because without that connection with God, we are nothing. Without us connecting with God, we can do nothing. My friend, seek today to be connected with God and be all that God has called you to be. Today we continue our study on the warrior's identity. We are studying Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 31. And in this study we are focusing on the declarations God made concerning man. There are three declarations God made concerning man. Why are we considering these declarations? Because in these declarations we'll find out and we'll see what God means for us to be. What did God create when he created man? And who did he create man to be? All this we'll know because our identity is wrapped up in these decorations. And as we assess these decorations, we'll come to understand fully who we are and what we are supposed to be in this earth. In analyzing these decorations, we have already analyzed three of the phrases found in the first decorations God made concerning man. He says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And so we're considering this fourth phrase, our likeness. After our likeness. That's the fourth phrase we are considering in this, our study of the warrior's identity and the first declaration God made concerning man. We are looking at the word that is translated likeness. That word is the Hebrew word demute. Now demute is spelled with a dalit, a mem, a vav, and a tav. Now we have already considered, considered and analyzed the dalit. The next letter to analyze is the mem. However, we have already analyzed the mem when we considered the, first, the third um, phrase that is salem. And when we are considering salem, we had analyzed the mem. Therefore, we will not analyze the mem here again because that was just recently that we did that. And so I'd advise you, if you want to refresh your memory on the, the analysis on, or analysis of the mem, you can go back and listen to episode 20 of this series and also episode 21. So it's tw episode 20 and 21 as our analysis of the mem. So today we'll be analyzing the next letter, which is the valve. Now, we have already analyzed the valve before in our last series, which is series two. However, we will refresh our memory here and make and, and, and add some new details to our analysis and make some new um, conclusions concerning it as well. So each time we analyze a letter, we will add a and some new dimensions and some new details to that analysis. So we'll consider the valve today and we will analyze it and add the new, new features that we have been adding to our letters in this series. 
we'll be looking at the pictogram, we'll look at the form, we'll look at the, the, the initiation, the gematria, and then conclude with some lessons from the letter. So let's consider the pictogram. The pictogram for the Vav is a hook or a tent peg. Now the tent peg is used to connect the tent to the earth, holding it in place. It connects the tent to the earth. So this act, it shows that the Vav is to connect that which is above with what is below. It is also an hook, and so a hook is used to pull something up. It brings that which is below to the realm of what is above. So the Vav connects. It connects what's above with what is below, or it connects what's below with what's above. It joins two entities together. It affixes or binds one to another. So when you talk about the, the Vav, you're talking about something being joined to so, an, another and, and, and being affixed to something else. As a result of that affixing and that binding together, the very nature of the elements may change. So the Vav joins two things together. Let's look at the form and the shape of the Vav. The Vav is said to be formed from a Yud that stretches down. What does that mean? You see, a, a Yud is the smallest letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the, the smallest letter. Christ says, not one yacht or tittle of his word will pass away. The actual word that Christ would have used on the day was Yod. In Greek, it is translated yacht, or you, you get that word yacht. Or in English, it's dot. No, in English, it is dot. But it's the same Hebrew word, Yod. Because a Yod is basically a dot. It's a dot on a page. And so, the Yod is the dot that stretches down and touches the baseline. So the Yud is a letter that floats above the baseline. It doesn't touch the baseline, nor does it touch the top of the line. It floats in mid-air. And so that dot in the middle of the line that floats above the baseline, it now stretches down and continues down and touch the baseline. So the Yud is formed, the, the, the valve, sorry, is, is formed from the Yud stretching down to touch the baseline. Now, in this, the Yud is the power above. The Vav is the Yud stretching down to touch the baseline. So the, yud, the Vav is the power that is above coming down to touch that which is below. The Vav, therefore, is that which connects what is above, heaven, to that which is below, earth. So the Vav is what connects heaven to earth. It is also... Um, a depiction of the connection between man and God. It is connecting man with God. The Vav depicts the connection of the spiritual with the physical. In its form, the Vav also depicts that it is God who reaches down to connect with man and so lift man up to him, God. So the Yud, as we know, is, it, refer, it, it also symbolizes the hand of God, the power of God. So it is God reaching down, connecting with man, and so lift man up to be with him. What does the word of God say? It says that God sent his own son to die on the cross to redeem man. That is how God reached down and come down to, to, to connect with man. And so as a result of Christ shed blood on the cross, that opens the door for man to once more reconnect with God. And as he reconnects with God, God lifts him up to be 
what he has created him to be. That connection with God lifts man up to becoming what he was, what he was created to be. Let's look at the initiation of the Vav. The first place in the Torah where the Vav is used is in Genesis 1 verse 1. In Genesis 1 verse 1 it says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. You should be able to identify which word there is a translation of the Vav. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. If the Vav is a letter that means to connect, means to join together, what word in this verse that shows this? What word would be the translation of the Vav? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. It is that word hand. So heaven and earth. God created heaven and earth. That's the first place the Vav is used. And here, my friends, it is not so much the, the word that the Vav is translated to, that's going to, that, that's going to teach us about the Vav. It's not the word that the Vav appears at, at the beginning of that's going to teach us about the Vav, but rather it is the use of the Vav that's going to teach us about its meaning. Because the Vav is used in Hebrew text as a connector, or we call it a conjunction, that joins two things together. All right, so in, so in this case, it is the use of the letter that's going to teach us about the letter. The Vav is used as a prefix to words to mean and. So in this case, the Vav would have been connected to a word here in Genesis chapter 1 to be and. In the Hebrew text, it reads, Bereshit bara Elohim et Hashemaim va'et a'eret. Now here, the Vav would have, is, it appears before that those two letters, Aleph Tav, which is pronounced et, between Hashemahim, which is heaven, and Aeretz, which is the earth. So here it is Va'et. So it appears between Et, um, at the beginning of Et. So right as all this is used here, the word Et is not translated. It's never translated in scripture. It is, it is used as an object marker. It marks the object of the, of the, of the subject. And so here it marks that object because it's called, the, the, et is referred to as an object marker. It identifies the object. And so here, vav is attached to that et. So here, it is the object heaven and the object earth. Which is the object of the verb here, which is create. God created what? The heaven and the earth. It's the object of that um, verb, bara. So here we see the vav being used to connect two objects together. And what are the objects? Heaven and earth. So the Vav here, it's shown that the Vav is used to connect. Now, the, the Vav attached to a verb converts that verb from either the past tense to the future tense. So, one, when the Vav is attached to a word, it does something to that word. It transforms that word from past tense or, or that verb from past tense to future tense. So if the verb is connected to a verb, it is going to transform that verb from past to future tense and or from future tense to past tense. Take, for example, the word oya. In Hebrew, oya means it was. But when you attach the verb to oya, which becomes va oya, it means it will be. 
by merely attaching the valve to the past, it is transformed from past tense into future tense. So by attaching that valve, the past is transformed into the future. In reverse, consider the word yei, which means it shall be, as in yei or. Yei or is, the, is, is in the first declaration God made. It says, and God said, let there be light. That phrase, let there be light, is yei or. It means let there be, or it means it shall be. When a vav is placed in front of this word, yei, it becomes vayei, and the meaning becomes there was light. So the past here is what results from putting a vav before a future tense word. So the future tense here is yei, and you put a vav in front of yei, which becomes vayei, and now what was um, let there be light becomes now there was light. All right, so the valve, therefore, through its connecting properties or its connecting powers, it transforms. It transforms the past to the future or the future to the past. It connects the past to the future. So the valve connects man to God. Through that connection, man's actions and his behaviors are transformed to be like God. So the valve has a transforming property. And here it's teaching us that man in his connection with God and through that connection, his actions or his behavior is going to be transformed to make him become like God. Here the vav in the word, the mute, is bringing forth the component that there must be a connection between God and man for this likeness to flow. In order for man to be like God, there must be that connection between man and God. The vav is symbolic and representative of God connecting with man and man connecting with God. Therefore, my friends, the vav means to join together or to connect. The letter vav, which is a hook connecting the higher realm to the lower realm. It is also the shoot that allows the Torah to flow to man. It's like a shoot that connects heaven and earth and the word of God flows through that shoot to get to earth, to get to man. The word of God is what connects us to God. The word of God is what establishes that connection between us and God. Through learning the word of God, through learning Torah, we connect with God. John chapter 15 and verse 7 says, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. When you connect with God, whatever you ask for will be done unto you. It is the word of God that connects us with God. And when we abide in the word of God and the word of God abide in us, anything we ask, it will be done unto us. That connection with God transforms all reality, my friends. It is God's word that lifts us up. It is God's word that lifts us up from the squalors of life and bring us to the plains of success and joys in life. Let's consider the gematria of the, word, of the letter Vav. The gematria for Vav is six. It is its ordinal value and it is also its numerical value. The vav is a sixth letter of the Hebrew Aleph Beit, but its value is also six. 
We have already established in previous episodes that six is a number of man. Is a number of man. Six is man's number. It also represents completion. Six, the number six also represents completion. How? Because anything that is surrounded on all six sides, north, south, east, west, above and below, is complete. Those are the six sides of a cube. It is north, south, east, west, above and below. And that, my friends, anything that is surrounded on all six sides is complete. And this is how six is, is representative of completion. The world was created in six days. It's the six days of creation. So God created the earth and everything, the heaven and the earth and everything in it in six days. Also note that the first word in the Bible, the first word in the Torah is Bereshit, which means in the beginning, which itself is composed of six letters. Beit, Resh, Aleph, Shin, Yud, Tav. Six letters forms the first word of the Torah. Another thing to note also, the Torah clearly states that God created six days. And also we must note that there are also six Alephs in the first verse of the Torah. And these six Alephs is said to be representative of the six millenniums of man's time. The Bible talks about the time of man. And the time of man is six millenniums represented by the six Alephs in the first verse of the Torah. See here, my friends, when I tell you that the very first verse of the Bible contains everything about life and man. Everything, that very first verse, is a capsule or seed form of all of life. The DNA of life. And so here, friends, we see the Vav being shown forth, connected with that number six. The first Vav in the Torah is found at the beginning of the sixth word. That is the word Va'et. So creation is connected to the number six. And the number six is connected to the Vav. So the Vav is representative of creation. It, it points to creation. It also points to man because it was created on the sixth day. Man was created on the sixth day after God had created everything else. This teaches us that man is obligated to form a connection or a bond between the material and the spiritual realm by using every aspect of the physical world in the service of God. Man is supposed to be the, the, the connector between God and his creation. Man is supposed to connect God with his creation. It is man that is supposed to be here as the means by which God accesses creation and operates within creation. You see, God in his infiniteness and in his all supreme being in eternity cannot come into the physical realm because he is too huge. He's too, he's infinite. So he cannot operate within finiteness. He needs a finite being to operate within finite reality. And so man is that means and man is that being through whom God operates in the finite world, the physical world. It is how God comes into physical world and the physical realm. Man is supposed to be that connection, that connector. My friends, what have we seen here about the letter Vav? The Vav, which is a hook connecting the higher realm to the lower realm. It is the shoot that allows the word of God to flow to man. 
So man is the means by which God's word comes to earth and begin to be established on earth. Man is a means by which the kingdom of God comes to earth and operates on earth and is established here. That is why in the prayer that the Lord teaches his disciple, the prayer is, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth. Because this should be every man's prayer. And if you are praying for the kingdom of God to come, it must come in you. The kingdom of God must first come in you. You must first be that kingdom of God. So in your life, God must reign. In you, God must be. You must be God's representative here. Historically, the word of God also connects the laws and principles of the past to the present. And therefore, the present to the future. So the word of God connects the past to the future and also to the present. So the word of God is also that connector. Like the valve which has the ability to shift a word or phrase or idea from past to future and back from future to past, the word of God is both within time and beyond time. It's timeless teaching bridge life at the beginning of creation with the current issues of modern day life. Also, we have learned that man is a connector between God and the physical realm. It is through man that God connects with all of creation. Are you operating within the confines of how you were created to be, my friends? Are you being that connector that allows God to operate here in the physical realm? Are you being an instrument? Are you that living sacrifice that Romans 12 talks about? That Paul says we are to present ourselves, present our bodies as living sacrifices unto God. You see, a sacrifice was required to be killed and offered on the altar. But Paul is saying to you here, do not kill your body, but offer your body as a living sacrifice. In other words, avail your body as an instrument for God to operate in this world through. That's what man was created to be. The instrument, the living sacrifice through which God operates in this realm. You are supposed to be God on this earth. You are supposed to be God in the flesh. Here again, my friend, we are seeing that the demute, in the demute, we are seeing being brought forth here the same concept that man is God here on earth. But it's a choice, my friends. It's a choice you have to make to be God in this earth. Let thy mercies come also unto me, O Jehovah, even thy salvation according to thy word. So shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproacheth me, for I trust in thy word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in thy judgments. So shall I keep thy law continually forever and ever, and I will walk at liberty. For I seek thy precepts. I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. And I will delight myself in thy commandments, which I have loved. My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandments, which I have loved. I will meditate in thy statutes. Here is David's own declaration concerning the valve in Psalm 119 from verse 41 to 48. He here declares a lot of things that he connects with in order to connect with God. Because the valve is connection. Are you connecting with your God today? Are you connecting with his words? Are you connecting with his commandments? 
Are you connecting with his precepts? Are you connecting with God's judgments? Are you meditating on those, my friends? That is how you connect with God, through his word. Connect with him today and live out his word. Father, we thank you, O God, for your love. We thank you for your goodness, your mercies. Lord, as we come before you this morning, our prayer, Lord, is that you birth in us a new passion. A new passion like that of David, who declared that he will seek you early. May our hearts yearn for you, O God, every day. And may our lives continually, Father, depict you as we seek to live and dwell in your presence. May we desire nothing else, Father, but to be with you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day, all my friends. And do remember that God loves you, and I do too. Shalom. Shalom.